Welcome to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Roshke, your host, and Don Kennedy is here with me. I am. Yes, I'm Spirit, so soul, mind, body. <laughs> Emotions. Emotions, all, all of me is here. <laughs> Praise God, I'm glad you didn't leave part of you at home. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you got to leave some of that some places. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Sometimes you got to let some things go, huh? But I'm so excited to be here today and uh, to get into the Word of God and give a testimony. Mm-hmm. Glad that I'm here, that I'm able to be here in Jesus' Dang name. Devil keeps trying to make you not here, and we're not we're not going to have it. No, we're not going to have it. Absolutely not. And uh, but today, Don, I want to give a testimony, but I want to wrap it around Scripture. Mm-hmm. And uh, the name of this program is. Healed and rescued. Healed and rescued. And some of you may know, some of you may not know, that uh, a little over a week ago, I was transferred. I was life flighted out to San Antonio. And uh, just out of the blue, having a Good time with my daughter and granddaughter, gone out to eat and walked around a little bit at Hobby Lobby, and they were dropping me off at my home, and and all of a sudden, uh, we're about one minute from my, my home, and all of a sudden, um, the I said, Something's wrong. Yeah, I said, Something's wrong. Get me to my bed. A few seconds later, I said, Something's wrong. Get me to the ER. <laughs> and thankfully, we weren't that far from it. And what had happened was I just all of a sudden, I got extremely dizzy and I felt like I was blacking out and uh, was just felt like I was just going under. But then my eyesight went just crazy. I mean, I had no control over my eyes. It was they were involuntarily moving different directions, jumping, and my eyes were crossing and, and I was seeing double and but I it could, didn't feel good to close them no, either. So no, if I closed them, it was just it was still it was just everything was just jumbled up, and uh, I could talk. But then part of the time, I just felt like I just needed to just I was just like staring and and uh, but I knew she enough. Looked, she looks crazy, and I yeah. don't mean that in a bad right, way. No, I mean you, it was a physical. It wasn't just happening inside in her eyes and her mind. It was taking over her, mm-hmm. the top of her face. And mm-hmm. I have never seen her like that. And I never want to see her like that no, again. No, I don't want you to ever see that. <laughs> I don't want anybody. Don't I'm just me. saying, I didn't like it. I put on my game face and went there and started praying over you, but I did not like it. <laughs> well, I knew I was in big trouble when I saw my daughter's face and your face. I'm thinking, yep, it is as bad as it feels. But thankfully, I was able to pray and speak the name of Jesus. And some of it was just Jesus, Jesus, mm-hmm. Jesus. And uh, at one point, and I'm just going to say what I said when I was in the ER, all of a sudden, I'm just above, I said, the devil can go straight to hell in the name of Jesus. Take authority over this. And I was trying to, you know, pray speak the name of Jesus, answer the questions that the doctors had and all that. Well, they immediately, as we as we got into the ER, they immediately took me back and started a stroke protocol. 
And I just um, want you to look. My neck is turning red because <laughs> you're turning red because we're talking about. But it's making yeah. me emotional. Uh, yeah, it's making yeah. me. I I didn't like it. Oh, I didn't either. <laughs> I didn't either. It was very. My friend was in trouble. I was in trouble, and <clears> I will <throat> tell you this: it was scary. And I'm not normally a person to get scared like that. So I really was having to speak the name of mm-hmm. Jesus and the scripture. But um, it was, let me just say, cancer didn't scare me. <laughs> Radiation, chemo did not scare me. This did. It came so fast and I had no control over my what was happening to me in, in the natural. And uh, so they said, you know, the neurologist says, um, I think you're having a stroke. They did CAT scan and all that. I think you're having a stroke. We need to give you the stroke, whatever they call the clot buster. Mm-hmm. And we need to air vacuum to San Antonio. And I was, this was still happening to me. So I said, okay. I felt like that's, I was supposed to do that. Let's go ahead and take it. And uh, it was very intense. And... Uh, whenever I was, they put me in the helicopter. Those things are very, very small, okay, extremely small. And they put me on a stretcher and they put me in there. And it's just a bizarre feeling when you can't control a part of your body or what's happening to you at that moment. But they put and they put me in there, and it was um, I had me strapped in and all that. Of course, I'm still having you know stuff happen. And on the flight over there, I remember laying there, just speaking the word of God, just declaring by his stripes, I am healed. Uh, I, I remember saying in the name of Jesus, I am healed. In the name of Jesus, I command this to go. I remember con- just declaring the word of God mm-hmm. over myself mm-hmm. as I was flying over there. And just trying to just get clarity in my brain. That's all I but, could do to you in your room was declare the word and mm-hmm. say, you got this. You're going to yeah. be okay. Yeah. You got this. God's yeah. got you. Yeah. And you, <laughs> and, you know, part of the thing that happened was because I thought, you know, when you're when you're going into something like that, you don't, you know, you and you don't have any control is the devil said, I got you now. Mm-hmm. You are going to die now. Mm-hmm. And I began to declare some of it. I could say out loud. Some of it I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I shall live and not die, declare the works of the Lord. And the Lord told me I would preach, teach, and minister music all over the world, and it hasn't happened yet. I got the funniest message from your daughter, too, after she called me mm-hmm. to, to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, about five seconds later, she texted me, and she said, I just want you to know she's given the devil what for. And I said, I would expect nothing less. <laughs> I mean, it was like, okay, I mean... It's time to believe or not. That's right. Okay, when when the crunch is on and you don't know live or die, they don't, you know, and they're shipping you off mm-hmm. airbag. It's like either you believe it or you don't. Either you speak it or you mm-hmm. don't. And even I will say, I felt the feelings of fear. I felt the emotions of fear, but the scripture started coming up in me. Thank God. Um, I just want to encourage y'all memorize the word Mm -hmm. it will come up right when you You need need it it. (laughs) and i i memorized a lot of scripture when i was a young mom you know raising kids and i put it in me well and even if you just keep putting it in even even if you don't know that you're remembering some you know sometimes we don't remember what we read right now Uh sometimes our brains work that way i don't know why Mm -hmm. but 
later, it still comes up. You go, oh, I, I know something that will apply to that, uh-huh. you know, and, and it works. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. And as I began, as I was laying there, you know, we're, we're going and the helicopter was really bouncing. It was, there was a lot of wind. And I'm, I'm lying there and I was just, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And then another scripture would come. And I was like, thank you, God, for your word. And that was reassurance that your mind was going to be yeah, okay. Yeah, it's going to be okay. You know, yeah. and, 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 and it started breaking before you left, so your face countenance came back yeah. almost to yeah. totally normal before they got you on the mm-hmm. helicopter, which was wonderful. Yeah. And then yeah. your granddaughter was outside. She kept saying, how are they going to carry Grammy? Are they going to hang her from a thing? <laughs> she went, She thought they were going to hang, dang, dangle, dangle you from the oh, helicopter. Jesus. Oh, no, please, I was Lord. like, no, honey, I don't think God would do that no, to your no, grandmother no, right no, now. Thank God. Thank God. The Lord knows what we can take and not take. You know, and, and I had been praying. Folks, I just want you to be encouraged and I, as I tell the story. I had been praying, Lord. I've been having some symptoms of different things. And I said, Lord, I pray that you just cause whatever needs to be found out to be found out. And I ask you, Lord, that it would be a simple fix because I think got things to do. Yeah. You know, you called me. You, I didn't call myself. You did it. And I love, I love serving the Lord. I love doing ministry, mm-hmm. right? And so I I was like, okay, God, I thank you. This is all going to turn out for my good yes, and your is. glory. It absolutely and, is. Uh, you know, and, and as we were flying over there, the scripture came to me, one, Psalms 107, verse 20. And when I memorized scripture when I was young, it was the Amplified Classic version, okay? And it says, he sends forth his word and heals them and rescues them from the pit and destruction. Folks, I felt like he literally rescued me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was thinking to myself, and as it was, we were going along, I thought, Lord, there's no way I could function. There's no way I could do the call of God if I stay like this. Right. And I just, I'm calling out to you. I'm crying mm-hmm. out to you. Of course, I know there was people praying. And oh my goodness, I will probably say this many times. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The word got out. I don't even know how it all got out. I'm glad it did because people started praying. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so grateful for the people that support and love and encourage me. I'm so grateful for the prayers. I'm so grateful to the Lord for hearing our prayers. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful that I can sit here today and do this radio program. I can think. I can see straight. I can walk. Can I, talk. I can talk. I can do do all that I need to do. And I, I was in the doctor's office yesterday doing some follow-up things, and I was sitting there, and this precious little man walked by, an older man, and he had a, a cane, a little walker thing, and he was noticeably dragging his foot, his his other leg, and his arm was hanging down, and there, just hanging there in his hand. And I said, oh, bless him, Father. Bless him, Lord. My heart just went out to him and was praying for him. Then I said, thank you, Father. Because it could be a different story today. Mm-hmm. Had God not stepped in and healed and rescued and delivered. And if he'll do it for me, he'll do it for you. He's no respecter mm-hmm. of persons. He loves you. And I, I just, I got to go and minister on Sunday which was a miracle at Hill Country Camp meeting. And I ministered on this scripture. You know why? 
because God just did what the scripture said. Mm -hmm. I also got the opportunity. I went in the ER waiting room three minutes, and there was a young man. He was drunk, and he was struggling because he knew Jesus. Mm -hmm. He had even, I didn't even know, he had just asked his friend to bring his Bible. So he Mm -hmm. knew Jesus. He knew he needed the word, but he was struggling with his failure that he was drunk again. Mm -hmm. And he just kept saying, I just don't know why I can't get it. I don't know why I can't get it. And I sat there, I listened to him for about 30 seconds. And I told Jeff, I said, I can't do it, babe. I have to go over there. Yes, amen, you do. So if they come for me, just tell them I'll be there in a minute. I'm praying. I was already praying over you, but I was like, mm, "That's I have to be right there yeah, right now." Right. So I went over to him and I prayed with him, and he just cried. I just spoke to his identity, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and you know it, it was it wasn't a massive breakthrough in the waiting room right there, but he received it. He hugged me like I was his mother or long mm-hmm. you know long lost friend i gave him my business card so he could come by yeah. and get more prayer if he needed it and i was like lord that this is just propelling us yes amen the devil loses yes. he's just going to he can yes. strike where he wants to but and no, i'm not giving open him doors you yeah, know what right. i'm saying but every time he strikes it is a propelling for us yes to go after yes. more souls and to be mm-hmm. bolder and to be more mm-hmm. on it and to mm-hmm. be more sensitive to what's happening around us. Because sometimes, just like when you had cancer, you knew that was an open door to an area that you didn't have access before. Right. It was a place for you to minister. And that is what we will do yes. every, single, yes. every single yes. time the enemy yes. tries to come in. Yeah. We're going to propel forward yeah. and we're going to bring more with yeah. us, more souls. Yeah, And you know what? The Bible says what the enemy means for harm, God turns it mm-hmm. for good. There's a turning that happens. Mm-hmm. And I believe in the midst, when you're in the midst of that, that, that you have a choice in the, in that you mm-hmm. have a decision to make to allowing to turn, whether mm-hmm. it's turning your thoughts about it, your emotions or allowing him to get right in the middle of it and do what he needs to do in you, through mm-hmm. you. But there is a turning that takes place for our good and His glory, mm-hmm. I firmly believe that anything that happens to us, either God sent it or He allowed it. Mm-hmm. And not that He sent, I'm not saying He sent cancer or anything like that, but I think that He either allows it or He sent it. And if He allows it, that means that you are more than a conqueror. You are more than able to stand in that Mm -hmm. and that he has already prepared you ahead of time for what you need to come through that narrow place. Mm -hmm. And in fact, when, when I think of that in Psalms 107, 13, it says, then they cried to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them out of distresses. You know what trouble means? It means a narrow, tight place. It means distress. It means an opponent crowding them. And I felt like the enemy was crowding me. And there, there was a distress in a tight place and there was an affliction. That's what that word mm-hmm. means. But they cried to the Lord in mm-hmm. the midst of that narrow, straight, tight place of distress and crowding. Uh, and then he says he saved them out of their distresses. Saved means to be open, to be mm-hmm. wide, to be free. Mm-hmm. And it means to be safe. Mm-hmm. to defend, deliver, preserve, to rescue, to bring salvation, to get victory. Mm-hmm. Listen, I believe that, I mean, God won the day. He, he already had won back on Calvary. Mm-hmm. He, he already won against the enemy. 
uh, he he made an open show of him publicly back then, but he did for me as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, he delivered them out of their distresses, which means trouble, anguish, and narrowness. And I was telling the story on Sunday that, okay, I don't declare that I'm claustrophobic. I just say that I, I prefer wider, wider, wider spaces. <laughs> <laughs> and they put me in that little bitty, you know, helicopter bound me. And then they put me in an MRI. And uh, they were supposed to have knocked me out. Well, they did not. And I was in there for one hour because they did the brain and the spine. And I will tell you what. Me and the, we had a, we had a tussle, me and the devil, because he, a fear and just panic was trying to overtake me from the whole situation. And I began, I don't know what they could, they were thinking out there because I was speaking in tongues. I was praying. I was declaring the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. And uh, they had given me this little ball thing that if I needed to come out, to come out, you know, I squeeze that. And of course, you don't know how long you've been in there, but it was getting hotter and hotter. And I was hurting. I was like, I got to get out of here. But I thought, I thought that if I did that, then they brought, they bring me out, and I'd have, I'd have to start all over. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't going to do that. And I just, I was like, Lord, I am not going to let the devil run me out of here. I'm not, you know, give the devil no place or opportunity. And to me, it was like it was a matter of okay. Devil, you're not going to bring fear and anxiety. I don't like this, but I'm going to push through. (laughs) I don't like this at this moment, but we're staying right here to get this test done, Mm. right? And, uh, you know, that's that's just kind of the way that I am. Your tenacity came through. I was like, thank you, God. But I will tell you. Just about 60 seconds before they pulled me out of there, I was about to scream. It's like, okay, Jesus, help me. Jesus, help me. But I know that's funny, but it's also very practical because it's practical and it was mm-hmm. spiritual because the enemy was trying to engulf me in mm-hmm. fear, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And But practically, the Lord was saying, speak my word. Speak my name. I'm with you. I am with you. Yeah. I didn't leave you or forsake you when you went in this narrow place. I'm still in there. (laughs) And when I was at the narrow place of that attack against my brain and my eyes, he was with me, Mm -hmm. you know, and I tell you what, there is power in the word. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the blood of Jesus, no matter what it is that you're walking through. It's not too difficult. It's it's not something that is out of God's reach. His hand is not shortened and it cannot save. And Lord, he, he's right there, mm-hmm. you know. And in the passion that uh, in verse 20, it says you were healed and delivered from death's door. Exactly. The devil meant to take yeah, you out. He did. He did. And uh, and we said shields up. No. Yeah, yeah. Anti double hockey sticks. No. Exactly right. Exactly right. And we had so many people praying. (laughs) Yeah. And but you know what? Let me say. Let me speak to that too, because the Bible says without a vision, the people perish. Mm -hmm. Well, I have a very definite vision from the Lord that He gave me when I was twelve. When he saved me at 10, filled me with the Holy Ghost at 12, called me in the ministry, and I immediately started ministering mm-hmm. in one fashion or another. Well, that vision has held me. Here I am going to be 59 next month. That vision has held me, and it also sets parameters around my life mm-hmm. that, no, I will not enter into that. No, I will not be a party to that because this is my vision. This is mm-hmm. why I was created. This was the reason. Mm-hmm. And so whenever uh, that that attack came, you know, and, and when you have absolutely no control over certain parts of your body, I mean, that is, that is bizarre mm-hmm. and it's scary. 
but I knew, and I'd be glad, the Bible says, uh, see, Paul told Timothy, wage war with the prophecies given you. I began to wage war and I began to declare, I will preach and teach and minister and music all over the world, just like he said. I've been doing some of that, but I haven't seen the fullness. I said, right. so, devil, you cannot take me out. Right. You have no say so. My life and times are in his hands. Mm-hmm. And it's just that vision held me. It was like a parameter. No, God said, God said. And what he said, is he not able to perform? He said, he said. Mm-hmm. And, and that, I'm telling you, no matter what it is, the, and thankfully, like I said, I, I, I did memorize scriptures whenever I was younger raising kids because that can be really difficult raising kids. And I spoke it over them. And that word continues well, we to speak. You had some battles when you were raising I, your kids, did, too. I some did. serious ones. Yeah. But the word of God continues to speak. Mm-hmm. And like you said, Don, whether you memorize it verbatim or you just read it, the Holy Spirit's going to bring it up. Mm-hmm. See, he sent forth his word, or actually it says he sends present tense, not just sent past tense. He sends forth his word and heals us and rescues us from the pit and destruction. I feel like I literally was rescued from mm-hmm. the pit and destruction. Mm-hmm. I know that I know that I know that the enemy took, it was like a sucker punch. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, I, we're riding along, we're fine, enjoying the time with my daughter and granddaughter, and it's like I got hit in the stomach, and boom. And yet, yet God held me. And I, I, I believe that sometimes in our life, just like Jesus, he went through a cycle of testing, remember? Mm-hmm. He came up out of the water, the Holy Spirit landed on him in the form of a dove, and uh, but then he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, and the enemy came to test him and test him. And what did he do? He used the word, it is written, it is written, it is written. And of course, he triumphed over the enemy. But the scripture says after that, and he he left him for uh, uh, to come back for a more opportune time. And I feel like with the cancer and some different things that's happened mm-hmm. in the middle since, mm-hmm. since that, other things in my life, that the enemy came along. He said, well, let's just try one more thing. And it wasn't because I'm some spiritual somebody. <laughs> It's, I'm not sitting here because I'm some great person and, you know, a great mighty general of God that I'm, I'm sitting here because the word of God, the blood of Jesus and the name of Jesus, Mm -hmm. the stripes on Jesus back. And because he does what he says he would do. And what he did on the cross was more than enough. Yes. Yes, exactly. He because he bore it. it on the cross for you. He did. Again, it says they cried to the Lord in their trouble, 107, 13, and he saved them out of their distress. Mm-hmm. He is a savior that saves Don. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the way. Let me just share just a minute before we go on with this testimony. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. Apart from him, you can do nothing. He says, I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of Hades and of death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he is the Savior that comes along and changes and transforms us. I have blotted out Isaiah 44, 22, like a cloud, your transgressions. And like a cloud, your sins return to me, for I've redeemed you. We have to remember, Don, he is a Savior who saves. No matter what you've gotten yourself into, I mean, mm-hmm. we're just going to take a moment. We're, talking, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about salvation. Second Corinthians 5.21, For he made him who knew no sin 
to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. We're talking about physical salvation. Mm -hmm. We're talking about being healed, but we're talking about eternal mm -hmm. salvation. Buying your shame, taking all your shame, every circumstance you've walked through. Mm -hmm. he, he paid for it all. Yes, He did. On the cross. There's nothing about you that He doesn't love. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing about you that He can't redeem. There's nothing about you that He can't, He won't forgive. Mm -hmm. There's nothing you've done, nowhere you've gone, no experiences you've had that will keep you from the love of Christ. Because the Word says that nothing can separate right. us from Him. Right, right. And Acts 3.19 says this, Repent, therefore, and be converted that your sins may be blotted out so that times of refreshing may mm -hmm. come from the presence of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Repent means to change one's mind for the better. Mm -hmm. You know, to think differently or afterwards, to reconsider, repent. And as we close out the first half of this radio program, I just want to invite you, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you feel like you've just kind of, um, just kind of wandered away, this is your moment. Mm -hmm. This is your life-changing, life-transforming moment and eternal decision. And I, if you would like to accept Christ or rededicate, reconsecrate, just say this prayer after me. Lord, I come to you. Jesus, I believe you're the Son of God. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. I repent of my sins. Wash me, Lord. Cleanse me. Change me. Be the Lord of my life. Be in control. I give you my life. I give you my past. I give you my present. I give you my future. I give you all the good, the bad, and the ugly. Here it is, Lord. Take it. I'm yours. I believe that as I have said this and asked this, that you've done it. And now I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, yeah, amen. Mm -hmm. If you said that prayer, you, you, your citizenship has been changed mm -hmm. <laughs> to the kingdom of heaven. And you have eternal life through Christ Jesus. I invite you to call our prayer line if you need prayer for anything. Salvation, healing, deliverance, whatever it is. 866-241-0579. 866-241-0579. And we will send you out some scriptures to help you. We have trained, anointed prayer ministers that will pray with you. Listen, we're believing God for great and wonderful things for you. He has a plan and a future and a hope for you. And just call us and let us minister to you. Also, you can go to my website at luada.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. Tons and tons and tons of free Yes, absolutely free stuff for you. Now, do we have a store if you want to purchase something? But we have lots of, lots of free stuff for you to be ministered to. And if you would like to give to help us preach the gospel, you can do it there too at luada.org. Don't go away. We'll be right back.